The sounds of classical Chinese music have roots that stretch back many thousands of years. In each episode of Chords of China, we profile a classical Chinese instrument. You'll hear from the musicians who've mastered them and the artists who've been inspired by them. And we'll cross the borders of nations and cultures to hear from composers bridging the gap between Eastern and Western musical traditions. Just search for Chords of China on Apple Podcasts. Hello and welcome to another edition of Chords of China. I'm your host Jade. If you've been listening since the beginning of this series, you might remember our very first episode when we talked about the gu qin, which is a seven-string zither. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at a descendant of the gu qin called the gu zheng, as we continue our journey through the history of China's classical musical instruments. Before we go any further, let me take a moment to describe what the gu zheng looks like, so you can get a picture of it in your mind. The modern gu zheng is 64 inches in length and commonly has 21 strings. The right end of the instrument is traditionally labeled the head, and the left end is called the tail. Its main body is made up of a rectangular hollow wooden box, with the top surface slightly protruding. On top of the sound box lie the strings, which was composed of nylon and metal. Each string has its own bridge to support it. The pitch of a given string is determined by the position of the bridge, so it is feasible to adjust the tune by simply moving the bridges that run across the main body. Fan Weiqin, a guzheng soloist with the Central Broadcasting Traditional Instruments Orchestra, further explains. The sound produced by the guzheng is elegant and classical. Originally, it only had 17 strings, and it was smaller than current ones. In the 1970s, some instrumentalists improved the volume and the vibrato to give the guzheng a much broader musical arrangement and stronger expression. It can convey a wide variety of emotions, such as sadness or romantic fantasies. It can produce soft and pleasant sounds. But it can also be wild and vigorous. Take the guzheng piece called Soaring Mountain and Flowing Water as an example. It has both soft and strong tempos all in one piece. The slow part of the piece depicts mountain streams, and then this fast and vigorous melody describes splendid ocean waves. 
In China, it's very well recognized. It has become the first choice among traditional instruments for students to learn. It almost has the same number of learners as the piano. Whether you are a fan of rock, pop, or folk music, its melody can often be heard since it's frequently played at the beginning or in the middle of a song. This Guzheng piece was composed by Lao Luo, who is a German composer and producer of new Chinese music. The beautiful thing with the Guzheng is, whenever you touch it, it just sounds nice. Even if you can't play it, you just plug the strings and ah,、oh, it's a nice sound. And within a few minutes, you can learn to play a melody with it. You can't easily make nasty sounds. The Guzheng has very relaxed, floating notes and this kind of spring flavor. Fan Weiqin demonstrates some basic playing techniques for us and explains how the different techniques are used to create different imagery using the sounds coming off the strings. 右手的基本指法 I'll show you the techniques on the right hand first. We have a specific name for each finger that plucks the string. 大指演奏 Tuo is plucked with the thumb. 是用大指抹抹 with the index finger. Go with the middle finger. And da with the fourth finger. Now you can create a melody using these fingers. A special technique is used to illustrate the flow of water. You can also make a linear pattern of sounds using the right hand. The left hand is mainly used to make the vibrato and the portamento, and to increase the power of the sound. When you combine these techniques together, you can make a beautiful melody. A new technique was created that successfully made the rhythm faster. It is often used to play a cheerful and festive tempo. There are over 100 traditional and contemporary compositions for the Guzheng. They can be sorted into six major categories according to their geographical location, including the Hakka, Zhejiang, Henan, Chaozhou, Shandong, and Shanxi styles. Each of them reflects the local culture, customs, and dialect, along with elements of local indigenous music. The piece you're hearing is called "Rhythmic Raindrops on Banana Leaves." It's one of the earliest Guzheng pieces and belongs to the Hakka style.
古代汉族人为了躲避战争。Hakka nowadays refers to people who are living in southern China in places like Guangdong, Fujian, and Taiwan. In ancient times, many people from the central region migrated south. These immigrants were called the Hakka people, a name that means they weren't local residents. Their music included multicultural elements from southern culture, as well as some rhythms and dialects from central China. Fan Weiqin has been researching Hakka music and has recorded 40 pieces of music that belong to this style. Two of the teachers that I learned the Guzheng from were iconic instrumentalists and inheritors of the Hakka style, and they left me with a lot of ancient sheet music and numbered musical notation. My father handwrote this sheet music since there was no photocopier available when I was a child. I did not find they were important until one day, when I was cleaning off my bookshelf, I found this sheet music and、uh, realized my teacher and my father left me with a precious gift. My father and one of my Guzheng mentors passed away at that time. I was overwhelmed with sorrow when I discovered the memorabilia, and I became nostalgic when I saw it. I then made up my mind to collect all the pieces from this classification. My teacher was readily available when I had questions. As a result, I was able to collect 40 pieces of music and record them on one album. 保存下来的四十首客家征曲。Fan said that the melody sometimes helps listeners to release their feelings of pressure and anxiety. When you listen to Guzheng pieces, especially those with a Hakka style, you typically feel a sense of peace and may find yourself deep in contemplation. I received reviews from many of my listeners. They expressed their deepest enjoyment while listening to the music with their eyes closed, as they were able to achieve inner peace. This piece of music is called Defeat Typhoon. It's representative of the Zhejiang style of Guzheng music. It was composed by Wang Changyuan in 1965. Inspiration for the piece came from workers at a port who were racing against time to get cargo under a shelter before the arrival of heavy rains. The Guzheng instrumentalist Yuan Sha said that new playing techniques were created for the performance of this piece. As both hands are strumming the strings on both ends of the Guzheng, this is strikingly similar to the way in which a piano is played. As a result, it effectively enlarges the instrument's expressions and the rhythm. So it can vividly convey the scene of the fierce storm and the tension among the crew. It entirely transforms public's perception of this instrument. Fishing at sunset is another classic piece of Guzheng music from the 1930s. It belongs to the Henan style. 
The tempo of the first part in this piece is a bit slow because it describes a nature scene depicted in the Tang Dynasty poem. A seabird was flying between mountains in the twilight sun. The blue sea and the horizontal sky joined in a delicate unison. Under this harmonious landscape, fishermen were enjoying their work. The pace of the second part picks up as it describes the fishermen sailing home with a large catch. The fishermen were racing to see who'd be the first to make it back to shore. As they raced, they sang to each other to keep each other company, and the music expresses their happiness. This one you are hearing is lotus flower emerging from water. It's a classic of Chaozhou style. This performance was by Yuan Sha. It was one of nine pieces of music performed by some of China's greatest living musicians that was recorded and sent into space. During China's lunar exploration mission in 2014, I feel very proud that a Guzheng piece was chosen among the ten musical productions. Lotus in ancient Chinese literature is a metaphor for noble figures, especially those who have the spirit to maintain this merit, even if it is very. Challenging. It was quite special because the chip returned to Earth, whereas the previous items that were sent to the moon were lost to oblivion. It has been permanently preserved by the National Museum of China. As part of her efforts to make Guzheng music more accessible, Yuan Sha directed and performed in the first ever Guzheng stage play, which incorporated poetry recitation, dancing, and acting. Yuan said that almost all traditional Guzheng music derived from famous poems, so she created the stage show to help audiences form visual images that accompany the music. Under the cap, rage. Bristling. I lean against the railing. The rushing ray has ceased. Lifting my eyes towards the sky, I let out a battle cry. My blood is boiling. Years, rank, and honor—just so much dust. Eight hundred leagues, traveling with the moon and clouds. Do not let it slip away. 
when a young man's head turns grey. Regret will be too late. This play is not only for promoting the instrument, but also for spreading Chinese culture, such as literature, folk song, and opera. We have performed across the nation and also toured the United States, including at the Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts (MIT) and the Juilliard School. It was part of the China-U.S. Cultural Cooperation Project, organized by the Ministry of Culture. In the States, I had Western audiences and overseas Chinese watching my play, and many of them were touched by our performance to the point of tears. This is the power of art. Closer to home, Guzheng Music took center stage during the 2017 BRICS Nations Gala in Southeast China's Xiamen City, when it was combined with a well-known folk song in a performance reminiscent of Italian opera. Yuan Sha was one of the performers. It was the first time a children's choir was incorporated into Guzheng music. The song expressed the Chinese philosophy about the harmony between human beings and nature. This new arrangement for the Guzheng, incomparable in its elegance to the famous piece "Nang Sha Sleep" from the opera Turandot. Which was played after this Guzheng performance during the BRICS gala. It is also rare to experience the Guzheng and Peking opera in one performance. But over the past ten years, Shang Jingya, a Guzheng player from the Beijing Peking Opera Theatre, has introduced the instrument into the ensemble for Peking Opera, creating a new chemistry between the two traditional arts. The Guzheng isn't simply added in the ensemble; it greatly enriches the charm of Peking Opera. With its unique timbre, tune, and playing techniques, to achieve the desired effect, I always remind myself that I have two roles to fulfill in performances. I am a Guzheng player performing with a Peking opera vocalist, while on stage I also sing silently along with the opera performer. In this way, I believe I can use the Guzheng to convey the emotional world of the character. And audiences can have a better understanding about the rule through the abundant expressions of the instrument and the body language of the actor. This new method successfully broadens the potential of these two cultural crafts. This festive piece kicked off the 2017 National Guzheng Spring Festival Gala, which was the first large-scale Guzheng event that celebrated the reunion of families.
over two million viewers across the world enjoyed a three-hour musical feast broadcast live on TV and online. The gala included representative Gu Zheng pieces played by performers from across different generations. More than 3,000 instrumentalists from across the nation took part in the gala in a bit to boost the instrument's popularity. Yuan Sha was one of them. Our mission was to share the fundamental spirit and representative pieces of this ancient instrument. We tried our best to design a show that audiences would enjoy watching. This is the responsibility of professional instrumentalists to arouse the awareness of the public and promote interest in this field. Fan Weiqing said the positive influence of the entertainment industry on traditional instruments can't be underestimated. Besides professional instrumentalists, tertiary institutions for music and organizations are obliged to take part in its promotion, and other sectors also can make an immense contribution. Take the well-known TV soap opera Princess of Pearl as an example. The main character played the guzheng in several scenes, which resulted in a soaring number of new learners of the instrument in the years that followed. Then there was the rock singer Cui Jian, who created a fever for the guzheng among his fans. Later, Jay Chou, the super idol who's influenced the generations of fans from the 80s to today, he often uses the guzheng in his pop songs. One of his hit singles is called Legendary Porcelain. Also, been very important contributions towards making the popularity of the guzheng flourish. Cui Jian, who's known as the father of Chinese rock, included the guzheng in his music in the 1990s. For two years, Fan Weiqing was the guzheng player in his band. Aside from the guzheng, Cui Jian also introduced other Chinese instruments like the sona and the di into his musical productions, such as songs called Fake Monk and The Last Complaint. For example, Fake Monk has a guzheng solo. And this one is Wild in the Snow, which starts with a guzheng instrumental. After which the percussion instruments join in. Cui had a huge influence on the music industry and was pivotal in the guzheng breaking through to a larger audience. In the 1990s, it was rare for Chinese people to attend concerts, but he had over 20,000 fans turn up to show support. Cui's concerts were spectacular. We even set off splendid fireworks to boost the sense of excitement. Thank you.
And that brings us to the end of this episode of Chords of China. I hope that, as always, you've enjoyed it. If you did, please think about giving us a rating on the platform where you found the series. The more stars we get, the easier it is for other people to find it. Bye for now.
This has been a China Plus production. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free. If you have any comments about the episodes, just send us an email: podcast at cri dot com dot cn. Podcast at cri dot com dot cn. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at China Plus News. China, China Plus.